I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is up, people? Welcome to episode seven of the No Bullshit Guide to Life with me, your host, Bangs in a Bun. How the hell are you? Hope you've had a great week. It's a glorious day in London town. I'm full of the joys of spring and uh, I'm very excited to be recording this next episode for you, which I'm going to dive straight into. I'm obviously going to give you the standard stringer bell warning. My dog stringer bell is here. He could kick off at any moment. We don't know when it's going to happen. Um, if you hear him um, barking, farting or making other weird noises, then apologies in advance for that. That's your stringer bell warning out of the way. Let's dive in to this week's topic, which was, again, a listener request, which, by the way, loving that, please do tell me what you want me to talk about. I kind of enjoy, you know, servicing you and talking about things that you enjoy me talking about. That's wonderful. So one of my listeners has requested that I discuss the following topic this week, which is how do you define yourself? Friends, it's a goodie. Let's dive right in. How do you define yourself? Okay, this is something that I know that I personally have struggled with over time. In fact, I don't think I know anybody who has not struggled with this. Age does not seem to matter when it comes to this one. It's kind of the eternal existential struggle that we all are kind of up against at all times. How do we define ourselves? You know, by what? By what measure? And I think we are now, we've reached a point in society where we are defined um, by what we do. So who we are is defined by what we do. Interestingly, earlier this week, I was listening to a TED Talk podcast, which, quick sidebar, if you're not subscribed to that podcast, I highly recommend that you go ahead and do that right now. It's really great. Lots of lots of great content on there. So this week, they had a really good podcast about success, which, you know, I did a thing on success a few weeks ago, and this was a really great one to listen to. It has um, Tony Robbins on there and a couple of other really great speakers. And one of the speakers on there was saying that this notion of being defined by what we do is actually quite a relatively new phenomenon because in previous centuries, in ye olden times, if you will, um, the way we were defined was by where you came from or who your family was. So that was how we determined basically whether or not we should bother with that person. Um, it was the earliest form of snobbery, really. Um, so we now have this new type of snobbery, which is job snobbery. When we first meet people, and my God, I am as guilty of this as the next person, and I hate this question. I try not to ask it. I hate when I'm asked this question. It's just awful. It's an awful question, and we're all guilty of it. But when you first meet someone at a party, at a social function, wherever, what's the first thing you ask them? What do you do? We're all guilty of it. We've all done it. And frankly, it sucks. It's an awful, awful question, and I hate it. Um, so that question, though, serves a few purposes, but it's mainly to help us to put that person in a box and basically figure out 
whether or not we should give them the time of day and if they're worthy of being our friend or of having our time and our interests, which is awful when you break it down to that. But if we're honest with ourselves, that is really what that question is about. Now, obviously, when phrased like that, when we give it the real, there's a number of problems with that question and with us using a, a job or career as the very definition of who we are. Using that to define ourselves is very problematic and using it to define others is also problematic. And here's why. I've made a little list for you. So number one, some people just aren't in the job they want to be in. I mean, obviously, hello, right off the bat, some people are not in the job they want to be in. Let me tell you a little story about my life. So back when I lived in Canada, I was a travel agent. I was a really terrible travel agent. I should probably preface it with that. Um, being a travel agent is not what I wanted to do, right? I, it was a means to an end. I needed to pay my rent and that's where I was able to get hired. This was around the time that I was starting my blog. So I was trying to get my blog off the ground, which was more important to me because that was about my writing career and I really wanted to get that going. But I needed to pay my rent. So I got this job as a travel agent and I was truly appalling at it. Why? Because I had absolutely no passion for it. I had no interest in it. It was excruciating for me. I was bored. I was unenthusiastic. Frankly, I was a bit of an arsehole during that period because I just did not enjoy the job at all. And I really resented having to do it because my um, ego, <laughs> essentially, uh, and my creative self just wanted to be off, you know, in cafes writing all day, which unfortunately could not be my reality at the time. And therein lies the problem. Oftentimes, this is not just for me, but for many you know, where we want to be and our reality just do not align at certain points in life, okay? So that's what was going on with me. Being a travel agent is not a bad job. I know plenty of travel agents and they're great people with such a zest for life and a real passion for travel and they provide a really excellent service for people that they should be very proud of. But for me, because it was not what I wanted to do, it was not what was in my heart and I could not for love nor money, rustle up any passion about it, it really actually was a source of anxiety and depression for me. Because when people would ask that inevitable question, what do you do? And I kind of had to answer, well, I'm a travel agent, but I am really a writer on the side and I'm starting this blog and I think it's going to be big for me. Nobody wants to hear the but. You know, nobody actually wants to hear what you're really about. All we actually really want to know is how do you pay your rent? Where's your money come from? Tell me that. That's important to me. That's how I'm going to define you. And I felt really ashamed of it, which you know, saying that out loud now seems awful because there's nothing to be ashamed of. You know, I was paying my rent and I was doing, you know, I wasn't personally doing a good job per se. I was not providing a good service for people because I wasn't very good at it. But the job itself is a good job to have. A travel agent's not a bad job. Um, so that actually, you know, working in that environment when I wasn't passionate about it and it wasn't th that my reality did not align with what I really wanted to do, that actually sent me plummeting into a massive depression. Honestly, it really messed with the, me that much because it was all about this issue of how I was defining myself and I was letting myself be defined by this nine to five. And I felt really disappointed because we're living in an era in which we're told you can do anything, you can be anyone, you can do anything you want to be, um, anything you want to do, you can do that. And 
you know, when you want to be something and you're falling short on that, you just feel crappy, you know, you just feel crappy and you're forced to do things, in my case, the travel agent job or in other cases, whatever that, you know, insert occupation here that you may not want to do. And it, it really is a great source of anxiety. I know not just for me at the time, for many people, it really is a, a massive source of anxiety. So that's the first problem with that question and with the very notion of us defining people and ourselves by what we do. First of all, people aren't in the jobs they want to be in oftentimes. Second of all, some people just don't know what they want to do. So how are you going to define that person? Do we hold them up to the same standards or not? Then that throws everything into disarray, doesn't it? Like if somebody doesn't know what they want to do, um, well, how am I going to put you into one of these boxes that I've got for people in my brain? How am I going to decide whether or not you're worth my time? It's stupid. But listen, I've met people who are not particularly driven to do anything, which is really alien to me because I always have been. But, the, you know, these people exist. It doesn't make them lesser people. They just haven't found what it is they want to do yet. You know, they have interests. Um, but they just can't narrow it down to one particular thing. And they, you know, maybe a tra traditional kind of career. It's just not for them. It's not what they want to do. Does it make them lesser people? Absolutely not. So that's another problem that we have with it. Some people just don't know what they want to do. Um, and the third problem, of course, is that, which is the glaringly obvious one, let's be honest, is that your job is just a small slice of who you are. It's not the sum total of your parts. So that's the most important thing that you kind of have to remember in the whole thing is that, yeah, sure, you spend, you know, your nine to five there, but who you are is, is what you do outside of that. You know, it's everything that led you to that point of landing that job. Sure, even if you're in your dream job, that can't be the be all and end all for you. That can't be the one thing that defines you. Who we are comes down to so much more than that. It's your beliefs and your morals and what you like and your interests and what motivates you, what gives you that fire in the belly, what gets you up in the morning. That's who you are. That's way more important than when, you know, where you spend your time between the hours of nine to five or what your paycheck says. That's who defines you. So for me personally, before I'm anything else, I think I rank pretty highly in the daughter stakes. I'm a good daughter. I'm a good sister. I'm a good friend. Those things are more important to me. Sure, I like to think I'm a good writer and a good speaker and a good motivator and a good mentor too. All of those things contribute to who I am. But before all of that, what matters to me most is who I am in the eyes of my parents, who I am in the eyes of my brother. You know, those are my ride or dies right there. Those are the, those are the opinions that matter to me. I don't care about all the outside stuff. So who you are in those moments is what defines you. I think, you know, that's the thing that we just have to focus on and to bring it back. But how do we get away from that then? How do we get away from this question of, you know, what do you do and defining people in terms of their jobs? Well, really, you know, we have to be the change we want to see in that. So we have to take that into our own hands and we have to start by maybe not asking that question. You know, I know that that's something that I'm consciously trying to do now because I hate being asked that question myself. I don't have a good answer for it. I can't, 
I'm sorry, I can't fit into one of your boxes. What do I do? I do a great many things. I'm a writer. I, I have a couple of websites. I'm a spin instructor. I now do podcasts. I'm a mentor. I like to think I'm a good motivator. I like to think I'm a good friend. I'm a dog owner. Um, it, it, I'm all of these things. They all contribute to who I am and all help to define me in a certain way. So I can't, you know, where, you're asking me basically where I get my money from, which frankly is none of your business. You know what I'm saying? So we need to really figure out how, you know, it, it starts with us. How do how are we going to define people? Are we going to accept people for the well-rounded humans that they are, or are we going to define them by their jobs? If that is not that important to you, you have to redefine that for yourself. I mean, I've got to say, I have friends from all different kinds of walks of life. And when I think about it, what they do for a living is not the axis on which our friendship turns, right? It has really no bearing on why I'm friends with them. So why is it so important when I meet a new person that I must know what they do? Whether or not that person is going to be in my life is based on whether they're a good person, whether I vibe with them, you know? That's what it's based on. What they do for a living is so irrelevant at the end of the day. So we need to take that back into our own hands. How do we want to define ourselves? That's up to us. You've got to have the, the confidence and the, the comfort within yourself to be able to say, actually, this is how I'm presenting myself. This is what you're going to interact with. And that is, you know, you've got to step up and be comfortable enough to do that. If you don't like your story, you've got to change it, okay? You are the one who's telling it. So you define it for yourself. And that's a confidence thing. How does that come? Just in time. But you make the decision and you say what you want to say. It's your life. You're not going to, really? You're going to let other people define it on their terms? Really? I don't think you are. I think we're all better than that. So... Let's take that bull by the horns and start with ourselves and define ourselves how we want to be defined. But then further to that, when we're interacting with other people and new people and inviting new people into our lives, let's make a conscious decision to not ask that dreaded question, what do you do? I'm trying to broaden that question now so that it does widen it out and you're telling me who you are more as a person. I might sometimes say to people, so what are you about? What's your deal? You know, I want to know more about the person than just their job, because really, when it comes down to it, whether or not I choose to be friends with that person or give them my time, it, you know, what they do between the hours of nine to five really has no bearing on that. So there you go, peeps. There's some stuff to think about this week. You know, it starts with us. We have to be that change that we want to see. How do you define yourself? Well, you decide. So maybe I've given you a bit of homework there for, first of all, that confidence booster in writing your own story, defining yourself. How are you going to do that? Maybe have a little think about that this week. And secondly, how you interact with other people. So think of a different question you can start asking people when you meet them. Because what do you do can be the source of great anxiety for many people. So let's cut that out and level the playing field. Open it up to everybody. So that's it. That's all I wanted to talk about this week. Um, as always, you can keep up with me online at bangsinabun.com, my website and on Twitter and Instagram at bangs and a bun. Please do subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, um, the No BS Guide to Life, and do rate it. And if you could write a little review on there, that would be awesome. I would love to start climbing the rankings on iTunes. And please do also listen to it on the ACAST app because there's lots of cool stuff that happens in that app. So um, A-C-A-S-T, please download that and have a listen on there as well. And, um, you know, share it with friends, spread the word. I'll be back next week with 
another topic. As always, do feel free to interact with me. Let me know things that you would like for me to talk about. Until then, enjoy the sunshine, enjoy the spring, and I will be back next week with a new topic. Thank you, guys. Over and out. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.